Hello everyone. Welcome to my show Career Startup Leadership Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian entrepreneurs, C-suite executives and innovative leaders who provide candid insights from their personal journey to inspire you. This is your host Priyanka Komla and to our listeners do continue to listen to our episodes by subscribing to me Priyanka Komla and our Career Startup Podcast leadership page on LinkedIn for your LinkedIn live notifications. We're also on YouTube at Career Startup Podcast. as well as on twitter and your favorite podcast streaming platforms be it itunes spotify stitcher you name it you can consume our content on the go so do subscribe to us on those podcast streaming platforms as well as leave us a review and a rating to let us know how this podcast is inspiring you to be a better version of yourself with that being said i have a different kind of guest for my 64th episode of career startup leadership podcast a person who's focused on design and design thinking well if you want to learn more about the philosophy of how this can help you build a better product or a career out of itself i'm going to unveil my special guest here pri kolari hi pri welcome to my show hey priyanka so nice to be here excited that's awesome so pri he's joining us from the san francisco bay area in california how is it waking up early in the morning and being ready for a podcast Oh it's 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 awesome it's it's nice nice weather right now it's uh, still chilly but uh, not too cold uh, so it's all good that's awesome so pre has a strong cross functional design leadership under his belt and his focus on engineering fine art industrial design content and international research puts him in the top spot of a design thinker and he's worked with some of the best experts in the field of design and technology a lot of path breakers especially in participatory design and the application of research and the future of natural interfaces a lot of wonderful things and i felt pre is someone who's very passionate about using design to democratize the world so why not bring you as a guest to help our asian community as well as our global leaders feel inspired about design thinking what do you think of it pre awesome i i'm loving it already all right so let's get started with design how do you see design and your philosophy of using design to democratize the world tell us a little bit more sure um so you know it's a we've come a long way in terms of humanity itself right like um but then it's still not equal it's still not accessible to everybody right as people that you and i we know we've you know moved countries and we see these different kinds of words right and so i think of design and technology as enablers things that can change that things that can really flatten the world if you may and give access to information give access to opportunities that otherwise don't exist in some places right and so uh i'm uh, you know the in the past my work has focused on making products making services that uh cross borders cross uh in terms of what kind of users we are going after and it's important for me and i think it's important that from a design perspective we make a big difference that's pretty amazing thanks for that wonderful introduction about how you look at design and to our listeners do remember to drop in a quick hello and a question or a comment for pre we have a wonderful giveaway so if you're either a startup or an individual focused on leadership and 
wants more career coaching, Free is offering two free mentoring sessions. So here's your chance to get that exclusive mentoring session with Pri himself. And we're looking forward to how this conversation is going to go ahead and learn a lot of interesting things from you, Pri. Absolutely. Happy to do that. Awesome. We have a listener whom I wanted to acknowledge. We have Satya who says hi. Hi, Satya. All right. So let's talk about design thinking. You know, it's a buzzword that I've heard a lot. You know, the top prestigious schools like Harvard, they're focused on bringing more design thinking as part of their curriculum. How do you describe design thinking to somebody who's outside this field? And why is design thinking important? Why should I pay attention to this concept? Yeah. So, so design thinking is, is, a, is really a simple way to make things, uh, to think from a creative perspective, to think from an integrative perspective, to think from multiple angles. Okay. There are processes out there. There is like four-step process, three-step process, all of those kinds of things. But at the end of the day, it's really very simply put, understanding the user. So first, it's about empathy. It's about understanding the business. It's understanding the technology, understanding the landscape. Next, it's a little bit about playing. It's about free play, removing all of these constraints and thinking very creatively. Right. And lastly, it's about making design at its core is about making and prototyping. And when you make something, you can test it. You can figure out with the user. At the end of the day, you know, when we when we think about all of the things we do as designers, there is a user on the other side. So it has to become the right product for the user. Okay? and not the other way around. So design thinking is about working through all of these different aspects, the different needs and wants and aspirations to get to the ideal product. That's a very good way of looking at it. But tell me this, we always look at our products and think, you know, it needs to appeal to a large variety of audiences and even global audiences. So diversity is something that's very crucial. How does design thinking play a critical role in reflecting the diversity of users? Yeah, this is a very good question. So when you think about design, designers, good designers, you know, go and think creatively about problems they're solving and start to look at, you know, what the big picture is and how they can be very good at taking it to the next level. Great designers think about users' behaviors, their pain points, their aspirations, their dreams, and all of these different places where they want to be, right? And so at the end of it, it is when you become super user-centered, not just thinking about where the person is, but where the person wants to be. Okay. So let's take an example. Like if you think about Nike shoes, right? Like Nike shoes is not just a shoe. It's about being an amazing sports person. Right. And so you, you start to think about the aspiration of what one can be. And that's really about great design. Okay. So what happens when, when you, when, when me as a designer or any other designer who's doing a good job, 
what we do is we end up starting to look at our users and our user base and what user base we want to get to and the diversity that is there, okay? And we start to figure out where they are from a behavioral standpoint, where they want to go from an aspiration standpoint, triangulate that, co-create with them the end product, okay? The other part of it, now this is in the product side of things. The other part of it, the second part of it is in the team side of things, which is as I've built large teams, I've always focused on building a diverse team that is reflective of our users. So if we had like 50% women as part of our users or 60% women as part of our users, we want to have 60% women as part of our design team. You cannot have like 10 designers who are all male designing for women. It just does not work because, you know, it, it, we are not able to think at a, from an empathy standpoint in a truly empathetic standpoint, really understand all of the needs, all of the pain points. Yeah. So to, to bring it back home, it's, it's about one users getting a good sense of who the users are and really designing for the users. Second is building a team that is diverse and reflective of the users. You brought in a very good point, Free, about when you create products, right? It's not just a product. It's the journey and the experience of that product with your end consumers. And Nike is just a perfect example. And I think that's one of the main reasons they're able to sustain the competition uh, you know, as the brand has evolved over the years along with your clientele. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, a, you know, uh, Nike does a good job. There's there's a whole bunch of companies that really do an awesome job, right? Like Google does an awesome job. Like, you know, some of the products that I've worked on in the past at eBay, we've brought, you know, sellers and buyers together to a marketplace. And that's again, like the first step is about democratizing. The second part is about like really understanding the needs and connecting the needs to a value that we provide as a company. That's very true. And there's another fabulous point that you brought about. It's when you're creating product, it needs to reflect the decision buyers. And, you know, as women are some of the, the decision makers at home, and I'm so glad their philosophy or their behavioral traits are being incorporated when you design the product. So it's appealing to a wider audience base. Yeah, totally. Totally makes sense. Now, you've spoke about teams and let's talk a little bit more about that aspect of it. You've yeah. worked with pathbreakers in your field, be it at Google, Motorola Mobility. What is one thing you've learned from those great experts in this field of design thinking? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, a lot of my um, my core comes from a user standpoint. Yeah. So focusing in on the user is a lesson I learned very early on. And this comes from uh, my uh, advisor in school, my mentor, Dr. Liz Sanders, who still teaches at Ohio State. And um, it's really about understanding what people say, do, make, and understanding the psychology behind people and focusing in on users, and then working with them to co-create, to do participatory design. 
Liz is known to be the pioneer in participatory design. So I just got lucky to have worked with some of the best people in the world. Then the second part of it is what I learned um, at Microsoft, where I learned from folks like Bill Buxton. It's about delivering magical experiences. It's about putting more love into the products we design, right? You know, when, when a user comes in and just goes, wow, that's amazing. Like, you know, that smile, that, that gets me excited. I'm all about building like beautiful, simple, efficient products. And for me, when I have put in the work, the effort to make a user smile, I have won. So that's, you know, that's how I think about it. And, and those are lessons I've learned over time and uh, with, uh, with folks like Liz, uh, Liz and Bill Buxton. Yeah. That's amazing. So what advice would you have for our listeners who are looking to understanding design thinking? What are some resources or ideologies that they, that they need to wrap their minds around? Sure. Let me let me start with a few things. Like let me let me get to the mindset itself first. Okay. So and then get to some of the resources. I can even suggest some books maybe uh, that they can read a little bit more of. Um, you can definitely go to school and become a designer. Um, I'm an engineer and artist turned designer, and I've gone to school to do, learn design after being an engineer and an artist. Right, so um, that's definitely possible. But um, at the basic level, it's about a learning mindset. It's about taking. It's about integrative kind of thinking. It's about thinking about many different parts and bringing it together. What does the user want? What does the business want? What does the what does technology want? You know, that bringing just the three of those things together will give a bit, bit of a holistic view. That's step one, okay? And then the next step is triangulating all of these different things and seeing patterns. Because when, when we start to see patterns, we can solve really wicked problems. Yeah? And that's, that's just a mindset. So... Ha going into solving problems with this mindset of let me try out this new way of thinking for 10 seconds yeah is all one can do, one has to do and you start to see some of these changes yeah then the second uh, part that i'll share is a few books that i think will give a good sense of the basics of design and design thinking the first one is um, Design of Everyday Things by a person by the name of Don Norman. Don Norman is known to be a great in the field. And the Design of Everyday Things is pretty much the standard book that anybody uh, reads through to kind of get a sense of what design is, what good design is, and what bad design is. Um, then there is a person by the name of John Maeda. Um, so, uh, book called uh, Law of Simplicity will give a good sense of how to make things simple, removing choices, you know, reducing clutter, those kinds of things that are, again, practices of good design. Um, then coming from a startup standpoint, um, there's a book by a couple of folks from Google um, and Jake Knapp. 
is the person's name. A book is called Sprint, and it gives you very strategic advice on how to run a one-week design sprint. And you can run a one-week design sprint, whether it's a startup or whether it's a one's own career. Like I can, I can run a design sprint about my own career, quickly prototype and get a sense of like, hey, is this working? Is this not? Right. And for the business folks, um, there's a there's a person by the name of uh, Roger Martin, um, who's written a whole lot of books around design thinking and integrative thinking um, that will give a good sense of like what design thinking is. That's pretty amazing list of resources. And what we'll do is we'll add these resources as part of our uh, episode notes as well. So our listeners get a chance to Lovely. review that. So we'll do that for our listeners. Now, tell us this, uh, Pri, what are some future trends in design thinking that we should start looking at? Yeah, um, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what will happen as in like this. There's a whole lot of things that are happening, but there's already trends that are happened or in the process of happening. The first one is just that good design is coming everywhere. Okay. Um, people have started expecting good design from products to a point where like even enterprise dashboards, right? They used to be these boring tables. Those have started to become much more beautiful, much more simple, right? And so good design is going everywhere and that trend will continue where we will end up seeing a lot more beautiful simple efficient products there will also be junk but the reality is i'm very optimistic about how we will have a world with a lot more good design okay now that has happened because of some of the tools that have become easier. And there will be much more of these kinds of tools. Tools like Canva, right, makes it so much easier to make a logo, to make a poster, to do these kind. You know, there are there are so many tools that even designers use, tools like Figma that uh, help build user interfaces itself. All of those things are making design much more approachable for all of us. Okay. You, you bring up a very good point, Pri, because when you think of design, people look at, okay, I should hire a professional designer to get whatever collateral I need. But today, tools like Canva, like I use Canva for our own podcast, it makes, it gives, it empowers everyone to right. actually learn these, you know, different, uh, uh, different domains without much knowledge. It's more like you learn on the go in a very agile methodology. And that's the beautiful, fascinating aspect where you feel knowledge is very accessible. All you need is just time and perseverance to figure out how do you navigate it. Absolutely. And and so this is this is fascinating, right? Like, because when you think about it, like I'm a big believer that everybody is a designer. Okay. We just don't have the tools to design. You know, I might have gone to school to draw. That doesn't mean I should be the only person who can draw and put things out, right? Very true. Now, everybody giving that tool is, is, is a huge thing. And now what happens because of that is this change where 
everybody then wants feedback and the, wants to improve with a feedback loop. And so it gets very interesting when we start to not just design things, but also collect feedback that makes our design better, right? And uh, AI has a big part in this too. And so you will start to see a lot more AI-driven design, okay? Um, then um, at, the, at, at the professional level for some of the designers that are, might be watching this too, design's not gonna die. Design, I do believe, is going to be a lot about building the scaffold, the scaffold for personalization to happen. Today, if we see most of the products that we see are getting more and more personalized, right? The Netflix, uh, uh, when you turn on Netflix, the interface that you see is pretty much like there is, there is a standard interface, but pretty much everything else is, is yours. Nobody else is getting it, right? The Facebook that you see is yours. The Twitter feed that you see is yours, right? Nobody else is seeing it. Most of the pixels that are filled is very personal. Right? So imagine a world where a lot of those things are very personalized. Even the UI starts to get personalized. And that means designers have a responsibility to build a scaffold, a structure that all these personalized design can be sitting over in a very elegant way. At the end of the day, that doesn't mean it's just like sticking plaster all over. It's about making beautiful things, right? Very true. And you know that they need to cater to a multi-generation of people, right? So it's not just like Gen X, baby boomers. I mean, look at Gen Z or look at even my toddler playing around with Netflix. Like he's able to navigate simple things, which means design impacts people from different walks of lives. And you need to make it so simple and easy without a lot of uh, learning curve. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Yeah. All right. So we have uh, uh, our live listeners tuning in. So just a quick reminder for them. Precolari uh, is talking all, think about, all things about design and design thinking. And you don't need to be a designer to understand the philosophy behind it because design thinking, you know, it affects every aspect of our day-to-day -day life without our own knowledge. So... Please drop in a quick hello and a question or a comment or which country you're tuning in from so we get a chance to acknowledge you. And at the same time, we have two free mentoring sessions that are offered by Pre, exclusive mentoring sessions for a startup or for an individual who's looking for career coaching. So here's your chance to win that free session. So drop in a question or a comment to grab that. And we have a quick comment from Satya who says, very impressive interview, Pre. Thank you, Satya. All right. So... Let's talk a little bit about the other dimension of pre. Tell us about many tiny farms. Interesting name. What exactly yeah. are you doing in the stealth mode? Yeah, many tiny farms is, is my contribution uh, to the world of food. Um, I come from a farming background um, and this is where you know I'm taking design and technology that I understand now in my adult life and bringing it back, okay? I, what I really want ha to happen is, you know, with all of us, I'd love to see just one meal a week, one meal a week 
that we have grown in our apartments, in our houses, in our backyards that we eat. Okay, that changes the dynamics from a quality of food, the environmental impact, all of those things in a big way. And so my what I've been doing is working on prototyping and creating these um, solutions that allow for anybody to do grow plants. Yeah, it's a little bit of lazy gardening, if you may. You know, but it's impressive. You're thinking about how you can create an impact to the community. And it's a very different philosophy, right? But it's the need of the hour, given the pandemics and the climate change issues that we're seeing around our society. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So more to come. But, you know, watch this space. This is this space is going to boom. And um, I'm very, very confident of that. That's awesome. So you've also been a startup advisor, right? So how does it feel being in this space again? It's it's uh it's 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 crazy with the pandemic again it's 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 quite crazy crazier uh, but you know this is what startups do right uh, most of the folks in the startup world were all thinking about making the world better yeah and we're we're really working hard to add value value to other people that then you know you know makes our companies also grow. Uh, to become larger as well. But overall, it is about value. And um, I am I'm like super uh, optimistic that, uh, you know, we'll come out of this as in a in a really, really amazing way. And there's going to be winners and losers. But this is going to be um, a, a big, big thing that we look back and say, wow, that made such a difference. I know. And challenges like these make us stronger, right? And bring the best out of us. If you look at it from an That's optimistic right. standpoint, so why not do it that way? That's absolutely right. Yeah. So how does urban beekeeping align with everything else that Pre does? Oh, that's, uh, you know, I've been, I've been a beekeeper for a long time since I was a kid. Um, I learned it from my uncles. My dad was a beekeeper. Um, you know, it's a, it's, uh, it's something that um, I've been doing uh, in my backyard in the city, basically, right? Uh, and also teaching and helping other people who can do the same thing. And it does an amazing thing for our, our micro environment here. Our trees give more fruits, our vegetables have more uh, vegetables, all because of the fact that bees are doing their work. Then I go uh, every once or twice a year and steal their honey that they've worked very hard for, right? Like um, that's part of my job. And they're probably saying, no, 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 don't, don't steal my honey. But hey, that's... <laughs> You know, that's pretty fascinating. If you think about beekeeping, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is like stings of the bees and, you know, just being careful. Have you ever been stung? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I get stung a few times a year. Um, I have mild allergy to it, too. So I get like swelling and things like that. But like, you know, that's part of the job. Um, and, and I love it. I just love it because it's it's and, and I love to see how these creatures work together in a very social way. They communicate with each other um, with very simple rules. Um, and it's it's really fascinating. This world of nature is amazingly fascinating for me. You know, all you have to do is just look back and really reflect on how these community of bees can teach a lot about leadership and maybe even about design thinking, right? The way they create their totally. hives. 
Yeah, totally. I, I did write an article a couple of years ago on this. You might see it on LinkedIn. Maybe That's we can awesome. Well yeah, we'll post it as part of our episode as well. Yeah. We have another comment from our listener. Maybe it's the best. She says, interesting. Uh, the person says, interesting interview. I'm tuning in from Ireland and I'm currently pursuing a UX design placement. So this is really helpful. Awesome. Yeah, best of luck. That's pretty cool. So thank you, Bevy, for joining us as well from Ireland. Uh, so let's talk about you as a person, Free. Uh, you're a seasoned executive. You've worked with a lot of thought leaders in this field. What is one thing you wish you had done differently when you look back and talk to your younger self? You know, that's a tough question. It's a, it's a really good question. Um, I, I wish I did build a, build a support system a support system of smart people, coaches, um, people that really care about me as a person and are uh, giving me radically transparent, uh, sometimes things that I don't want to hear kind of advice, you know. Um, I wish I built that much earlier in life. Um, but I, I have been lucky. Uh, I'm thankful for it. Um, and, uh, I, I also want to pay it forward. So that's where I am. That's pretty cool. I'm so glad you're giving away these mentoring sessions as part of this. So, sure. uh, yeah. super excited. And I really agree. Mentors play a very critical role in opening up our perspectives, right? Because we get so caught up in our day-to-day -day life, but somebody who can just say pause and think back at what your legacy needs to look like. And, you know, um, I'm yeah. glad you started thinking about mentorship and giving back to the community in your own way. Absolutely, Priyanka. I think it's a, you know, and it's also a little bit about access and a lot of kids don't have access or don't want to have access. As in, when I was growing up, I didn't care. I didn't want to meet with anybody who was like, okay, they've done something great. Like I don't want to meet, right? Um, I think, uh, you know, now with, with YouTube, you have access, right? Like with all these online uh, platforms, anybody can learn about a lot of these things. Yeah. That's very true. And I'm so glad you've been very humble in terms of telling things that could have been different, especially with mentorship. Cool. All right. So we have a fun rapid fire round for you. Are you ready for it? Let's go. So you tell us the first thing that comes to your mind in one word, if possible. Who's okay. your role model? Mahatma Gandhi. What does success mean to you? Um, it's a little bit, it's a moving target. It's, a, it's being happy. And I would say, what does happiness mean to you now? I knew you would ask me that. Um, now it's, it's, it's a, right now, it's, it's about being thankful for where I am. Um, it's also about like seeing successful kids. It's about like, um, it, you know, a community. It's about um, just just having a laugh. It's about living in the moment. That's amazing. So tell us this, a fun fact about Pre that you haven't shared with anyone and it's exclusive to our Career Up Startup podcast listeners. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Hey, for a design. Um, I'm I'm I can draw with both hands. <laughs> As a design thinker, is that like an expected quality of yours? No. <laughs> you know, I've been curious about your accent wall at the back. Tell us a little bit. Is that a, a context? Oh, yeah. There's a whole bunch of posters. Some of them are collected. Some of them, um, you know, I was part of designing or making. 
Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, 20, 25 years of like different kinds of things that we've collected, my wife and I, um, from our travels, from our, uh, from our work, all of that have gone together. So that's, um, it's, it's sometimes distracting. Sometimes it's fun because it, um, it kind of, you know, reflects who I am too. That's pretty cool. One last question, but before we go on to that, I have a couple of quick listeners that I want to acknowledge. So you get a chance to hear who your listeners are as well. Uh, we have a LinkedIn user from, uh, it's Kimberly Bennett AD, who's from Tampa, Florida. She says, thank you for this very insightful conversation. I love the philosophy of simple, intuitive, and beautiful design. It's meant to inspire, excite, and provide confidence in every user. Thank you, Kimberly. Awesome that you joined. Thanks, Kimberly. And Kimberly is a design thinker herself. So it's, it's pretty nice. cool to find like-minded people. We also have Paige, who's the CEO of Think Impact. Hi, Paige. Welcome to the show as well. And Paige was a guest at our show yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, Paige. I need to connect with you offline. That's pretty cool. So coming back to our final question for our episode, what is your native language and one word to describe yourself in it? Um, in my native language as well, I have to yes. say the word. Oh, that's yep. a tough one. Um, my native language is Kannada. Um, and um, I'm, I'm an optimist. I'm very positive about everything. Um, it's, it's both a bad thing and a good thing. Um, I don't know the, you know, Ashawadi. Mm-hmm. And how does it literally translate into English? It's optimist. Optimist. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's nice to have an Ashawadi like you, especially in the field of design thinking, right? Because everything is based on hope and a better future for tomorrow. Yeah. I know I'm I'm thankful. Like, you know, I, I think this is it's good genes. It's I'm, I'm always positive. I know. So we have another comment, and I believe it's from Kimberly. She says, um, yes, building a board of directors and mentors, which we spoke about briefly, is extremely helpful. The perspectives of others can enhance our individual experiences as well. Totally, totally, absolutely agree. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So what is one parting thought you'll have for our listeners as we wrap up Career Startup Leadership Podcast? Um, it's It's been awesome to be participating in this session, uh, Priyanka. It's like, you know, Career Startup, you, you're doing an amazing job bringing people that are various shades of brown, if you may, that uh, from our uh, background, uh, south asian kind of background and uh one giving people a platform second giving people access to the information you know uh you it's really awesome that people can learn from others who've been through the path and are willing to help and uh then like you know uh do amazing things i think uh we as a community can do really amazing things we can make this world like so much better and curry up startup go go um download our like uh, thumbs up you know share and subscribe share, subscribe everything that's pretty cool thanks so much Pri, for your wonderful words and i'm so glad we're on this journey together to uplift the asian community and spotlight the wonderful stories that we have for example you know the one of the main reasons i wanted to bring you on the show and that's how we connected on linkedin is you have a very different perspective on 
following a career that's in design thinking, which is not like a traditional path. I mean, people focus on technology, the standard status quo careers, but opening our eyes to help people understand and create more awareness on the different paths that you can take within STEM and things that you can do as part of a startup community. I mean, those are the wonderful gems that we want to spotlight through such amazing guests. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Thank you. So drum roll, we have two mentoring sessions that we plan to give away. But apart from that, we'll also encourage all our listeners to connect with Free Kolari. He's on LinkedIn. And uh, if you're seeing this LinkedIn post, uh, you have a way to connect with him. Just click on his name as part of our posting as well. And Free is such an amazing guy who's always willing to help people succeed. And very humble and smart is what I've heard from people around him as well. Thank you. You're, you're too nice. Thank you. So one free mentoring session to a startup and one free mentoring session to an individual who's focused on career building. So the one for the startup, let's give it to Tej, who's from Think Impact. Uh, he runs a design marketing uh, firm himself. And I think it'd be great for you guys to connect and you know, figure out more design thinking ideas. All right. And we're going to connect you offline on LinkedIn uh, with our lucky winners as well. So congrats, Tej, if you're still hearing this. Give us a thumbs up so we know that you've heard that you're one of the lucky winners. All right, so we have two other people that are competing. One is Bevy is the best, who's from Ireland. And we also have Kimberly, who's from Florida. So I'm going to let you choose between the two or whatever you decide on who the lucky winner is. This stuff. All right, you know what? Like, you know, uh, let's 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 connect with all of them. It's like, it's all good. That's um, awesome. Uh, we, uh, you know, ping me, uh, let's spend half an hour and uh, we'll take it from there. That's awesome. So our three lucky winners for the day, I'm so amazed and appreciate the wonderful mentorship you want to provide. So we have Bevy's the best. So Bevy, uh, I know you're tuning in from LinkedIn. So please send me a, a message on, uh, I'm, I'm from YouTube. So please send me a message on YouTube or on LinkedIn. Priyanka Kumla, send me a request and we'll get you connected with uh, Pri. And we have Kimberly whom we'll connect uh, on LinkedIn as well. So congrats, Kimberly, Bevy, and Paige for winning the free mentoring sessions. This is super exciting. And I love the the energy and the enthusiasm the listeners bring to the conversation as well. Totally. It's a, you know, it's a two-way two -way thing, right? That's awesome. So thank you so much, Pri. It was an honor to have you on the show. And to Absolutely. our listeners, the key takeaway of our Career Startup Leadership Podcast, episode 64 with Pri Kulari, who's the founder of Many Tiny Farms, startup advisor, and a seasoned design thinking expert. You know, the one thing that felt very close to my heart is his concept of mentorship, building that board of advisors at the very beginning of the career so you don't have to wait until you reach a certain stage or a point in your life. So that's one key aspect. And two is finding ways to give back to the community. And Many Tiny Farms is his vision of building an amazing ecosystem uh, in which he can create an impact, not only just through him, but through people around him. So start thinking about what your legacy could look like as you go through your own professional journey. Awesome. It's been it's been an honor, Priyanka. It's awesome. It's really, really nice to be here. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And awesome. And Bevy says she's very uh, happy on winning that free mentoring session. Lovely. Awesome. So thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this wonderful episode of Career Startup Leadership Podcast. Congratulations again, Sage, Kimberly, and Bevy. So we look forward to connecting you with Pri. And you can let us know your key takeaway with the mentoring sessions with Pri as well. And do remember to subscribe to us by following me, Priyanka Komla, 
and our Career Up Startup Leadership Podcast page on LinkedIn to get our LinkedIn Live notifications. We broadcast live on YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn three times a week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, you can see the times flashing up on your screen as well. So do continue to subscribe to us and hit that like button on YouTube if you love this episode, and as well as if you're watching this on replay. And if you're on your favorite podcast streaming platforms, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it, we're on all podcast streaming platforms. So continue subscribing to us and be inspired. And do leave us a review and a rating so we know how this podcast is inspiring you to be a better version of yourself. Until next week, this is your host, Priyanka Komla, signing off from Career Startup Leadership Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian entrepreneurs, leaders, and innovators who inspire you with the candid journey. And thanks so much again, Pri. Thank you. Stay healthy, stay peaceful. Thank you.